Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 1.34 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Royal Pizza. The best pizza in the city. Still making a great multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. Royal Pizza has 14 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation, the Mediterranean chicken. All right. Uh, Oilers tonight against Pittsburgh. Sorry. Tomorrow against Pittsburgh. We will be down at Rogers Place hosting the show tomorrow. Again, Louis DeBrusque, Mark Spector will be two of our guests on tomorrow's edition of Oilers Now. Specs appearances brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. Speaking of the home games, uh, Pittsburgh tomorrow, Montreal Saturday. How good of a back-to-back is that for everybody? At every Oilers home game for the rest of this calendar year, the team is collecting food donations for the Edmonton Food Bank. Donate non-perishable food items if you're at a game and be entered to win a prize pack for January 29th game against uh, Calgary. The winner will get the opportunity to attend Oilers practice, have a private lunch in Studio 99, a tour of Rogers Place, loge seating for four with a uh, $250 food credit, and a meet and greet and signed jersey with Leon Dreisaitl. Once again, to enter, bring a non-perishable food uh, donation to any of the remaining Oilers home games in 2019. So there's four left. Uh, Friday night against the Pittsburgh Penguins, Saturday against Montreal. A week from Friday against Calgary, and then December 31st against the New York Rangers. Tough stretch in the order's schedule. Brendan, I've got, uh, I'm just watching on Sportsnet in studio here the replay of last night's game between St. Louis and Edmonton, and I got news for you. It didn't get any better the second time I'm seeing it. Like the Blues were really good. You know what? You know what's interesting? Something that happened last night. Um, so it was a penalty on Connor McDavid early in the game, right? It was a penalty, but next rush up the ice, he cuts inside, gets hooked in, and 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 basically slash slash trip, no call, and there was two stick infractions, and again the word we're starting to hear now is you know we got do the officials watch McDavid or do they official now last night's game was not decided by the officials, 
Edmonton also got six power plays in Dallas. Dallas got three. Uh, St. Louis had five last night. Edmonton got a late one. Uh, the Oilers put two pucks over the glass themselves. The only uh, here's the thing: if you're, and we do have people. It amazes me that we have people like this. But maybe I'll take it as a compliment because of the caliber of guests that we have on the show, because we have the Elliot Friedmans of the world, and because we have the Brian Burks. We have people that listen to a show called Oilers Now that despise the Edmonton Oilers. It amazes me. That bring a lot of negative energy on the tent, a lot of hostility. Some people would call those individuals trolls. Okay. I don't believe that to be the case, uh, but there's there's some people clearly based on the text line that do not like and and I I know because the majority of the fans if you if you pull the fans so I'm going to throw this at you right now and again the officials did not cost Edmonton the game last night they were completely outplayed by St Louis and were lucky to hang around in that game. Would you agree or disagree with this statement? NHL officials could call more penalties against Connor McDavid. Would you agree or disagree with that statement? I agree with that statement. Okay. You'd be surprised at what percentage of texts I get from people saying, quit whining, Stoffer. No, what I want is the penalties called. Like when the guy's getting hooked and reached, and my theory on it, see, some individuals in the hockey world say it's because they're watching him. That's not, I think they're, I don't, you know, these guys are guys that played hockey to a certain level themselves. I don't think they can be in position all the time, and he's so good and does stuff so fast. They they're not like they can't they they. I don't think it's the hack a shack thing. And we'll open up the phone lines at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. For what it's worth, I mean, I don't think there's an all out. You know what? Well, we can't give the orders four extra power plays in a game because they got gifted Connor McDavid. But I, I will say this. I wonder at some point if McDavid has to say something. Mario Lemieux did. He called the NHL a garage league, and the league was embarrassed. So there you go. For what it's worth, and you can jump in on that if you want. Uh, we've got a little bit of open line time, too. K-Jam on line number one. Hi, K-Jam. How are you? Hey, doing well, Bob. Thanks for having me on. Yep. Uh, I was uh, calling in today. I'm not uh, 100% sure what you were, were hoping to take calls on, but I wanted to talk about uh, the Taylor Hall yep. uh, move and uh, you know the the fact that it wasn't done is disappointing other people, and then the fact that we were even in on the conversation is is disappointing other people. It's sort of a, a split thing here, but you know no matter which camp you're in here, I, I think that you know considering uh, you know what 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 Arizona gave up to get Hall. Uh, and sort of what the equivalent would sort of look like for us, and considering the situation that Hall is in this summer, um, and then you know not not even just the, the situation that Hall is in this summer, but the situation that the Oilers are in this summer, um, you know I think that it was probably a, a fairly savvy move to to keep your powder dry. The Oilers are are in a, a fairly decent spot to to make the playoffs with with or without any other additions. You know whether or not they're going to make noise with or without other additions remains to be seen. But, uh, you know, the situation that the, the Oilers are in, in specific, you know, dictates that we're going to have a lot more flexibility over the next year or two to be able to, to pick and choose, um, you know, better contracts or, or better players and to be able to make room for, for new prospects coming up. And it just doesn't really seem like uh, the spot to, to, to give up assets when, uh, when we're 
just barely in a spot where we have any. All right, KJAM, thanks for the call. There's a bunch of others that have come in. I want to get to them. Thanks again. Uh, Yep, 780-496-0063. Again, just on McDavid, my theory is the refs aren't out to screw him. Uh, The league isn't out. It's it's that he's so good. If defensemen in the league are challenged to defend against him, would there be some officials that maybe could not operate at that pace? Or am I completely out to lunch? Uh, let's go to Coleman, who says he works as an official, and he wants to comment. Am I out to lunch, Coleman? Um, I don't know. I wouldn't say you're out to lunch. I would say watch the next couple of games with the four-man system that obviously the NHL runs. Right. Basically, long story short, from my view as an official anyways, watch next time that the play comes down and you think McDavid's getting hooked or held or whatever. Is the referee there, is he skating backwards or is he skating forwards chasing the play? If he's skating backwards, he's in position. He's, right. he's ahead of the play. To make the call. And he's got no problem keeping up. If he's if he's skating forward behind McDavid or side by side, likely he may have been caught out of position or the play turned so fast. Sometimes there's nothing he can do, especially at that level. But most of the times, I would say 75% higher the official that is watching McDavid is skating backwards, which means he's in position. He has no problems keeping up with the play. All right, so I'll pose the question the other way. Do you think he gets enough calls? I, I'm, an, I'm an Oilers fan. It's hard to be unbiased. Even as a referee, it's hard to be unbiased. But I do think that he could get a few more calls. I don't know if it would be to the extent that maybe what you think. I mean, it's... As an official, I view the game differently, but I, I, I do think he could get a few more calls, but not not that maybe maybe that ten to fifteen percent more, yeah. not a whole lot more though. All right, well, ten to fifteen percent more over the course of five games would probably be two more power plays. Yeah, at, yeah, at least, yeah, probably two or three. So, yeah, I would agree with that. Okay, well, you know that what? Is, the, that is quite a few. You know what? And people say, well, he draws X amount of calls. He also plays 22 minutes a game, and he's got the puck a lot. It's different than uh, if you actually did calls per 60 minutes or whatever. I'd be intrigued to see where it, I, I know at one point he was in the 30s. Coleman, i, I got to jump to some other calls. Thanks for calling in, okay? Awesome. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Let's go to Elvis. Elvis, how are you? Mr. Stoffer, love the show as usual, buddy, listening all the time. Now, are you, uh, is this the Elvis uh, that's uh, yes. still out at Heartland? How are things going out there for Kelly, Griff, and Mike and you guys out there? It's going fantastic, my friend. We're Say hi to them for me, okay? I will for sure, Bob, for sure. I uh, just wanted to make a quick statement. Watching the game last night, if you watched Larson, the first penalty call of the game last night, uh, barely, barely, barely touched the guy's stick, and he was called two minutes for interference. Uh, that is ridiculous. What they need to do, in my opinion, Bob, and I've watched hockey a long time, and I've been listening to you for a long time, they need to have the other officials be able to make calls. I'm talking to linesmen. They need to be able to call stuff if it's too fast for them. Because Connor McDavid, they could, they could do so many more penalty calls, and the guy should not be penalized because he's that quick and that good. Okay. Thanks, Elvis. Thanks for the call. Merry Yep, Merry Christmas, Elvis. And, you know, uh, 780-496-0063, a River Creek Resort Casino Hotline. Again, it didn't cost Edmonton the game. And I just, I, I want to know, like, is it an Edmonton biased perspective? I per- You know what? The majority of guys that I talk to around the league off the record are surprised there's not more penalties called against McDavid. Okay? 
they're surprised. My theory, again, is it's, it's, it's just the speed and the pace that he plays with. It's difficult to – nobody else plays at that level. Let's go to Scott on line one. Scott, how are you? Good, thank you for taking my call. Yep. Um, love the show. Just wanted to uh, say that uh, there's probably isn't many times that McDavid gets on the ice that you couldn't call him uh, somebody for something. And I ma- mean, there's, there's, there's something every, every shift. Yeah. So, and- I mean, like, obviously you can't call him every single shift. But, yeah, there's, there's so much, so much that he takes and could be called that the refs uh, are probably thinking, okay, well, how many calls should we give uh, McDavid? before the game starts. I don't know. And again, know. it didn't cost them. Again. Like, St. Louis was just way better last night. The Oilers have got some work to do. they got to manage the puck better against good teams. They did get a great start from Koskinen, which is a real positive. Thanks, Scott. Good point yeah. by you. Uh, let's go to Lars on line number two. Lars, how you doing? Very well, sir. How are you? Good. Is this Lars the comedian, Lars? It sure is. All right. How'd your show go? Yeah, great. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, it, was, uh, yeah, it was good. The audience was great. Excellent. Um, that's you know, the that's the key for a comedian, right? Having a good audience. <laughs> it's a, it's a poor craftsman who blames his tools. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I've been called a tool often, but uh, <laughs> I digress. Uh, what do you got for us, Lars? For me, yeah, I think that there should definitely be way more calls as a homer, big time. I like you know as an yeah, sh- but for me, the frustration is absolutely. When a ref is staring at the play and something blatant happens and there's no call, that's where I lose my mind. Is and there's a great YouTube video of you know he's on a breakaway and a guy's clearly hooking him, not a little tap on the hands, not a little bit of stick work, like clearly hooking him around the waist. And the ref, it, it, there's nothing else going on other than that, and there's no call for me. That's the real frustration. Is he's getting hammered into the boards from behind, which is you know a really blatant call, and it's really obvious, and that's not called. You know, all the rest of the stuff where it's marginal, I, you can kind of take it, and we sound a little bit, you know, like whiners. We, right, right. You know, and, and the ref made such a great point, though, the guy who called in, in that it's like, yeah, it's probably not as much as you guys think, and I buy that, but for me, it's the blatantly obvious stuff. I'm like, what are you watching that you wouldn't make that call? Yeah. All right. Great stuff, Lars. Thanks for the call. My pleasure. Yeah. Uh, and, and for the record, uh, I'm from the school that you shouldn't say much. If you're uh, if you're a manager or coach, the less you say is better. A player on the ice, the less you say is better. It's an interesting conversation when it comes to McDavid. I mean, we had guys, we had local media guys last night tweet, well, that's a penalty on Connor. they got to call it all the time. And, of course, conversely, if it happens the other way, uh, some guys go silent. It's crickets. Let's go to Derek. Derek, we're going to give you the final say here. What do you got? Why doesn't the league just go out and set a precedent one game? You know, show all these other teams why they can't keep doing this. Set the big precedent, and then maybe everyone will learn. Okay. Analyze the team all game. I don't see that happening, Derek. I just don't have the confidence that that's oh. going to occur. But I hear what you're Obviously saying. Obviously, it won't. It won't, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, there are games where you could call six or eight penalties against them in a game. There's that many infractions. Just on hooks and holds uh, and quick little slashes across the wrists. It's interesting stuff. Thanks, Derek. Yeah. And again, it's the loser's lament. We've discussed it before. That's why we set the precedent up front.
St. Louis was winning that game last night. They were the better team. That said, the Oilers had a chance. Koskinen, by the way, brilliant. Uh, Bob, uh, regarding Tom Cruise, uh, it, you referenced Tom Cruise earlier in the show. Uh, maybe the Tropic Thunder Tom Cruise. Actually, the Chiseler texts the show. Brendan, you're going to find this interesting. Uh, and this text comes in old school. Uh and he says, Bob, your listeners need to know that the 1986-87 Stoff could have doubled as Tom Cruise, and I can attest to that. So there you go. I may have worked with the Chiseler in the mid-1980s at an uh, establishment in the city's West End back in the day. Uh, thank you, Chiseler, and when I see you in Vegas, I'll be giving you 100 bucks just for that making me feel good. Those were the days. As I've told my wife, you married the fat Elvis. All right, it is uh, 149. We'll take a quick time out, wrap up with this Dan Oilers history and tell you a little about how you can get involved in the Wetaskiwin Battle of Alberta. This is Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stopper on 630 Chad. Alrighty, uh, this text comes in and it says uh, on our Ashley Fine Floors text line, it seems that all the exceptional players have to go through a few years of frustration when it comes to penalty calls. Didn't Mario Lemieux go through this as well? Maybe McDavid has to make a little bit more noise to put some of these guys on notice. Well, Lemieux finally, and Lemieux was not a beaker. Wayne Gretzky, Sidney Crosby, they chirped at the refs all the time early in their careers. Uh, Mario Lemieux, more subtle. Then he called the league a garage league, and the league got a little bit embarrassed by that. Uh, anyhow, the Oilers uh, got to play better. They got to manage the puck better. I think we're going to have two entertaining games coming up. Make sure you go down and see the gang at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaska when they got the eight-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction, and they've got their own Battle of Alberta taking place as we speak until Christmas Eve with um, special. Uh, yeah, gifts and those sort of things where cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. They got Chris, Daryl, and Bruce representing the Flames, Uncle Milk, Johnny, and Earl on the Oilers side. And right now it's a great place, great time to buy, clearing out the 2019s up to 14000 off on 2019 F-150 rebates. Give the gang at Brent Ridge Ford a call, one 877 or visit BrentRidge.com. To this day in Oilers history... Brought to you by New West Travel. Join Oilers now on a great road trip to see the Oilers play the Hawks in Chicago. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. Oh, I remember this day. What happened? I'll bet. Back in 1984, Wayne Gretzky records career point number 1,000 in a 7-3 win over the Los Angeles Kings. The 23-year-old Gretzky needs only 424 games to reach 1,000 points. The previous fastest was your former favorite player, Guy Lafleur, Bob, who needed 700 20. Uh, wow. So uh, 424 for Gretzky to get 1,000 points. Keel yeah. Fleur, 720. Wayne from the Edmonton operation was pretty good. I have a feeling we might be hearing him before Christmas on Oilers now as well one more time. Uh, all right. Uh, that This day in Oilers history again brought to you by New West Travel. Join Oilers now on a great road trip to see the Oilers play the Hawks in Chicago. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. Edmonton and Pittsburgh tomorrow will be down at Rogers Place. Guests will include Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Race in Alberta and Louis DeBrus from NHL Hockey and Rogers. We'll have a full preview of the game against Pittsburgh and Montreal. Reed Wilkins is in Inside Sports tonight. Fluid show or what's he got rolling? Fluid show. Fluid show for uh, Reed Wilkins tonight. 
Everybody, have a wonderful Thursday. Uh, Oilers got to do a better job managing the puck against the good teams. Refs didn't cost them the game last night. Koskinen's been fantastic. Edmonton needs more support scoring. Penalty killing continues to be a real area of strength. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 chat afternoons with Jalen Nye. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.